This podcast is sponsored by Kulabula, creators of websites, animation, and digital art. To get a 10% discount, go to kulabula.com and put in the discount code AWAKENING. Welcome to our joint venture with MindWars and the Awakening Podcast. You find Chris on mindwars.uk. I'm on awakeningpodcast.org. We're both on BitChute as MindWars and Awakening Podcast. How are you this week, Chris? I'm good in yourself, Ryan, as always. Very well, very well. Very well. Very Can't well. complain. Nobody listens, nobody cares, so just don't complain. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, very true. Um, I know, I suppose we could touch on, we touched a bit on just to round it off a small bit on Djokovic last week because it seems it's like a never-ending theatre show um, just, just continuously consuming people around the world. Um, but yeah, what's the latest on him? What kind of what we so, touched on last so week? So I had seen something on that his wife had... Uh, basically putting something on Twitter and Marina Abramovich, I love her oh, spirit yeah. and originality. And I mean, those that don't know her, she's as evil as you get surrounded by, you know, all the yeah cult buying her stuff and everything. But yeah, I actually went into my own Twitter account to verify it. And the picture I put up had my at Twitter handle because you can easily Photoshop on anything. And I just have to be careful because there's a lot of times, unfortunately, they spit out stuff that we'll fall for. So I can, you know, categorically mm. confirm, yeah, it's true. Plus, we've seen all the pictures where, you know, he's got the shoe over the eye, the racket over the eye and everything. So I think we called it right on that one. Yeah, yeah, we kind of, um, yeah, that's, that's on the bit on Djokovic, of course. Um, and yeah, Marina Bramovich, pure, you know, hanging out with Lady Gaga back in the day. And, you know, I think she had Gaga running through the forest naked and all these mad kind of stuff that they were, they were doing out there. And uh, she was doing the spirit cooking and the kind of people... We said before, show me your friends, you know, show me your future. And if you see back in the day clips of who she actually has surrounding her, uh, Maria Abramovich, you'll actually, that kind of, that tells all tales in itself. So yeah, we kind of leave it at that. And just on the music one, because I, mm. I just want to tip on a few things. I put up just on my bit shoot about Madonna. So her, her 13th album. So if you're into the, you know, <laughs> Yeah. yeah, the number yeah. Uh, it called Illuminati, and you've got the cross on her face, and basically she's talking about the Illuminati. So they're even out there. I mean, we know about Lady Gaga, Beyonce. They're all in on it, and I've come across a load of videos, and I think I might put a compilation of them with the words on it. Some of it is unbelievable, but just go into our bitchu channels and you see these things anyway. But uh, yeah, 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 no, no surprise. And and, and and since we're st- sticking on the satanic thing, just quick, I put up a picture with because I mean I am a fan of Joe Rogan. I listen to his stuff. I used to listen a lot to him, but he went into two MMA, and I just you know I like a bit of MMA, but I went out of it because I thought yeah it's too much of that. So I stopped listening for years. But I saw he brought on Dr. Malone, McCullough, lots of very, and he seems to be fighting the right fight. But at the same time, it's like, how come he's getting so much promotion? How he's getting out there? And they're like, so well, poor old Chris Ryan gets kicked off Spotify. <laughs> so he's exclusive on Spotify. And I always kind of go, eh, yeah. controlled the opposition that Lynn says. So we found a picture and it was um, of with Stan, Stanton Zahanov Levy. Levy. Who is the grandson of Anton Levy, who is the satanic founder. So... Joe Rogan is with him. Joe Rogan's wearing a 666 t-shirt. He's got the devil's cl- hands up. So, yeah, it's back in, but I, I it's know it's interesting a long time the ago. comments yeah, that I've yeah, got. Yeah, yeah. People are saying he's part, he's a Freemason. Others are saying, hey, he's seen the light now and everything. But yeah. I just throw it out there. I mean, yeah, I, I mean, I don't read into anything. Joe Rogan's a Freemason. I, I have no evidence to come forward to say he's right. That um, I mean, at the end of the day, like you know, I listen to a lot of um, what would I say, death metal music, even some of like um, black metal from Norwegian black metal, all sorts of bands that as well. 
but the, there's loads of satanic imagery inside that but does that mean then that i go around actually you know preaching their satanic verses and what they actually well, we don't know chris after the show ends we don't know what well, you never like, know like yeah <laughs> you could be whole, controlled a whole, whole new room opens like and that's kind of it yeah <laughs> but i mean yeah there's, there's loads of pens out there as well that um wear all the corpse paint wear all the stuff but it's an actual image they're actually not into there's some bands of course that are um, but there's a lot of bands who are not into it as base just there for the imagery of the show. It's a teaser. It is simply is a show. When they come off stage, they're not what it is. So people go, oh, well, yeah, but still they're promoting this and they're promoting that and people can read more into it. There's lots of, at the end of the day, people have to go away and do their own research on what's actually right for them at the end of the day. Joe Rogan, that picture was obviously caught a long time ago. He actually had hair back then. So, <laughs> so I mean, yeah, it's, it's quite some time ago. I mean, it, does, that, does that tell he's into, you know, Satanism and all that? Not necessarily. There's loads of people like the image of it, but they would never go near, say, Anton LaVey, um, who I've read his, his Satanic Bible as well. It's a very small book. It's actually, some of the stuff is quite complicated inside. You have to give it a read a second or third time to figure out what it is. And the same person who was so Satanic and all this, I've definitely realized that that Satanic book that um, uh, the Satanic Bible Anton LaVey wrote back in the day, he was completely out of his mind on, you know, drugs, acid, alcohol. So it was, it was written in the most bizarre kind of way as well. He, he hung around with a lot of people, even people from Led Zeppelin, loads of stuff back in the day, Led Zeppelin, loads of stuff in there, their lyrics, their music, their imagery as well. Um, but, you know, um, he was involved with Marilyn Manson. I mean, there's, there's loads of stuff going on with him back in the day. But last thing to round off on that, because I know that wasn't really what we're going to go into, was um, he, on his, when he was on his deathbed and he was actually dying, he, um, on the last couple of minutes, pretty much his last breath or so, that I think you can probably still find a clip on YouTube somewhere. He actually basically realized what he was doing, all the satanic stuff during, during the years. He actually reached out to God um, on his last um, day. He realized um, that was this, why he, why he didn't want to basically. Yeah, but what did he however. actually yeah. say? Because, I mean, I haven't seen that, but I just know that if you hear all, like the presence and everything, they're all saying, mm. God bless the. When they say God, they don't mean the God that a lot of people think yeah. their God is their, Lucifer, Satan kind God. of thing. It's the opposite. They invert everything. So there's a woman or somebody there. There's years ago since I've seen that clip, and I think it possibly could be still on the internet. Um, and it was there, and basically it, he he turned the words and stuff that he came out, and she was there firsthand to see that uh, later as well, and say that like, he basically had turned. He was not. He basically shit himself, basically, on his deathbed, realizing that, fuck, I don't want to maybe go to this place that I've been talking about all these years. So what he'd been preaching to all these people in the books over the years, on his last moments, just as about to, the lights were about to go out, he he turned all of a sudden. So, anyway, that's that's a bit on that one. But anyway, moving I'm on. Just on the religion, because it's our religion, <laughs> just quickly, uh, the Vatican says coronavirus vaccines are morally acceptable. You know, they, uh, basically, the, the, the Pope kind of came out and... Uh, yeah, I said, I'm just trying to find a bit where he actually said it. But look, I, I'll send the yeah, link. We've covered bits on him as well before as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, mean, all part I, mean, I mean, he's all part of it, exactly. Agenda 2030, so, I mean, he's, he hangs around with the same people he hangs around with, the notorious, the Vatican, all the stuff that's involved with the Jesuits, everything is, is there. And so, there are yeah. no uh, one religion, like, you know, the heat, they're all part of that. So, all wants the yeah, one religion, yeah, one, one world government, etc. all part of the new world order for, you know, a long, long, long time, nothing got to do with COVID. But um, COVID is a kind of vector entry point to further the agenda um to fast pace it down the track for uh, faster than they can but i know um here in england as well on the nhs um <laughs> which is a bit of positive news for a change not that the nhs has positive news but this is a bit of a positive one all the boosters that were pre-christmas um when i say all the boosters now they're talking the region probably hundreds of thousands don't know about the millions but into the hundreds of thousands at least maybe it's more they're telling us is that so maybe it could be into the millions that they basically have to get uh if they're not used pretty much, you know, 
now kind of a scenario that pretty much they'll all have to be dumped because of the sell-by days to stop them. So that's why there's a bit of more push quickly because they're basically trying to push them into people's arms because the sell-by date at the moment. And if they don't, people don't take them, you know, very, very soon. And that's it. They're pretty much all hundreds of thousands have to be disregarded and thrown into the bin. So that's a good thing, which obviously shows that um, the people are not queuing up to, uh, to the extent. Yes, we've seen some queues around the corners and all that. But on the grand scale of things, the overarching team is, most people are just going with enough. Even the people who got the first one or two, they're kind of going, no, nah, I'm done. I'm right, not so the queues that you saw were probably food banks or something like that. They pretended mm. it was for the booster because, I yeah. mean, lots of people I know, they're saying they're not getting it. And I just heard the other day of a friend that I know in Ireland, and he's out of work for two months because he actually got, I don't know, was it the second jab or the booster, but extremely ill after it. And there's a lot of people sick from it. So yeah, yeah. it's good that, that you know, that there's a lot less to it. And, and what's, what's laughable, just to finish on that part with the NHS, is um, remember we talked uh, well over a year ago, yeah, more, a um, year and a half ago, should we say, the Nightingale hospitals in London and across the UK that they were sent, uh, these like pop-up centres that they were basically, I think it was going to hold up to something like 10,000 more people inside them. Obviously, I think they filled about 100 and something people inside them over so many months. Obviously, they were, you know, they spent something like 4 million on them, uh, lots of money pumped into them and uh, nobody basically used them because obviously we know there was no pandemic, no emergency, there was no need to be setting up these um, Nightingale temporary hospitals. Now they're back at it again. Even by the mainstream narrative, you know, even people who believe in the Omicron, because I don't believe in the Omicron because it's just not there, variant. So they're actually saying that even the mainstream narrative are actually telling it that, you know, it's actually getting less and less. It's not actually peaking up as fast and as as, as much as it thought a couple of weeks ago. So now that it's even starting to go down, the Omicron variant by their own um, shitty data, they're actually saying, just in case there might be a surge coming on, we're going to set up a couple of the Nightingale hospitals again put more money into these Nightingale hospitals to set them up in different locations, London, Leicester, and different places across the UK. When it doesn't matter how many of them, so at the end of the day, the, the, the NHS as it is, the main buildings, they're completely understaffed. They're overstretched. They don't have time to get to anything else. I know from people being inside in this. And um, so then to set up another, you can set up all the Nightingale hospitals you want, but who's going to man them? There's nobody there to basically look after them or, or any nurses or doctors window because they're just simply not there. And in another two or three months time with the, uh, to be I think more it should, not who will man them, it'll be uh, who will woman them or person. Well, yeah, that could be a bit sexist. You'll <laughs> be, be complaining people. Thought, yeah, it could be a bit sexist, you know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you'll be offending everyone these days. Yeah, <laughs> offending all the walk shits. But, um, um, yeah, that's, just, that's uh, just on the, because uh, we're talking about the different vaccines and everything, uh, EU uh, drug regulator warns over overuse of COVID booster shots, which is kind of strange they're coming out with that because it's nice to see things like that. The European Union drug regulator is warning that too many doses of COVID-19 vaccines could eventually weaken the body's immune system, rendering the extra shots ineffective. And then it's saying the person will yeah. give the link for it, but you know, it's the whole nice thing is ineffective, it. and they know. And yeah. actually, while while you're touching on the European and all them uh, scoundrels over there, and that is, um, I'll put a screenshot up for people to actually see it, um, who was watching the video and not just on the audio. And um, basically, so because we haven't talked about these in a while or give any kind of updates on what are some of the figures, even the mainstream figures that are there. And if you look at the um, European database at the moment, so under the European Medicines Agency, it says that the COVID-19 vaccine adverse drug reactions are 36,257 dead, uh, 3,244,152 injuries right through to January the 1st, 2022. And that combination just alone is basically from the four, um, the four main companies are basically from Moderna, Pfizer, AstraZeneca, and Janssen. Um, so that's where that's coming out. So that's only giving us a, a tiptoe. That's just in the European part alone. And there's, that's 
it's so minute the percentage that they're giving us in that because so many people have not come forward obviously to put themselves into that database alone just like the VARES of the VARES over in America as well 1% to 10% max of the numbers there is actually what gets shown the other 90 plus percent um, just never uh, enters, gets to enter the system at all and even to get to these numbers on the European one alone that's quite hard if so many hurdles and flags to pass by to actually even get onto that database alone in the first place so yeah over 36,000 dead um, in Europe um, according to the, their own database so far and over 3 million injuries but uh, yeah, let's keep rolling it out. Uh, more boosters, yeah. just keep rolling it out because it's safe and effective. And I don't know, Drew, here about that. Remember the FDA, they wanted like 75, first 55 years, then 75 years were, you know. So apparently, I don't know, the Supreme Judge or some judge in America that it has to be released this year. So that's another little win. I mean, it might be appealed yeah. and overturned, but at the moment, yeah, they don't, they're not yeah. getting away with that. But just, it just shows the moral of that story is right. Like, you know, how, what are they hiding? They're so afraid of what the, what information there. They have to wait 75 years when all of us are talking about now be truly well dead and six feet under with her all caps name across the headstone. So, what, um, what, what, you know, you're hiding something, obviously. You have something to hide if you want to keep it out for 75 years. You don't want the, the public to know. So, yeah. Um, on, I want to touch as well, but actually on um, uh, Telegram, because we use Telegram. Many people are using Telegram um, more so even in the last couple of months since there's a lot of people that are on WhatsApp. I was never on WhatsApp myself, still not on it. And um, they they basically jumped it because all these different regulations and all these privacy stuff was coming involved and all that. And really, Telegram, I, I feel it's been around for a couple of years already, but since the COVID nonsense, it really people have went more and more down that tunnel because they wanted more encrypted and so on. They obviously, people use Signal as well. But um, yeah, so they basically, because like Telegram has been banned in uh, Iran, India, China, I think Pakistan, a couple of countries like that, uh, or maybe for hate speech and all this kind of nonsense. When they, when they throw out words like hate speech, and that, they're really against freedom of speech is what they're actually against. So these apps are such a threat to people. Having, having a conversation between each other, you're in country A and I'm in country B, and we're not allowed basically to have this app to talk because we might be setting off some hate speech. But, you know, they're never concerned about that. They're concerned of people conspiring against governments and basically getting all proper information out to the masses. That's what they're, they're afraid of. And now they're obviously trying to hit one of the European countries, um, Germany, because they're trying to put it off that, oh, all these protesters are using Telegram to basically get their protests underway and they're only popping up last minute and the, the police then to, to, to man them or, you know, to woman them. Um, basically, are going to be, um, they're going to be basically on the beat pretty quick and it's just not fair and so on and so on and hate speech could be going around. Like, do you think Angela, Angela Merkel or all these clowns whoever's in office now actually give a shit about hate speech and the stuff that they're doing, the tyrannical regime that they're putting out with the people at the moment and they're worried about me or you or the German people using the Telegram over in Germany at the moment. So, you know, there's an agenda there to get they're, they're scared so kind of when they're attacking stuff like that it shows kind of you're on the right track some way of actually you know that might be one of the apps to use but at the end of the day no matter there was stuff said before about telegram as well like no no matter how encrypted it is you know is there something someone one of the bad boys in the background as well or what it is you know you can keep going to rabbit holes all day long but um it's a lot better than some of the normal apps that people would be um going to shall we say so well, yeah i mean we're both trying to promote our stuff and i know that i'm in a lot of groups just like yourself and you know thankfully some people are sharing our stuff as well so you know if you like yeah. what you're hearing sharing in, in a few telegram groups that you're in it really helps like you know it gets yeah. the, the message out and yeah uh, 
just on you know, like uh, all the things that they're trying to hide. I mean, we saw about the party in uh, Downing Street with uh, Boris Johnson. I saw a video, just a bit of lightheartedness. I don't know, can we find a bit? We, we can give a link anyway. But basically, there was 50 people dressed up as Boris Johnson. They all had the wigs, they had the face mask, uh, dancing outside of uh, Downing Street. You know, just yeah. kind of going, yeah, you can go in of your parties and you're putting us on lockdown. And it, it's yeah. kind of like a skit. But the reality is they're basically doing the opposite to what they're telling you. Yeah. So and, and it's your off. Exactly, and, and people, that's the frustrating part, people know all these, they'll see these things, and go, oh yeah, see, Boris is just taking the piss, Boris is always taking the piss, the whole, from day one they've been taking the piss, they're not taking this stuff seriously, they're going away down the road, they're enjoying themselves, they're not bothered by any lockdowns, you know, so I say, shame on people who actually decide to basically lock themselves, um, imprison themselves willingly, I mean, their own homes, at the end of the day, it's like you can blame Boris Johnson all them, but you're a fucking Egypt, basically, why would you imprison yourself in your own home? Like, because of some clown on the television um, and he's off there on the piss having great parties in the fucking Downing Street and you're putting yourself, oh, better still now, better easily for you to do this because, um, you know, what Mr. Johnson said on TV, absolute puppet and idiot to the highest order and people are actually going by what, taking these people seriously in the day. It's like, yeah, blame the Gates and Fouches and number 10 Downing Street all you want, but at the end of the day, it's you, you've controlled. You don't allow these people to have control over your thoughts, your freedom and what you want. So at the end of the day, point the finger back at your own chest and say, well, I actually did this myself. Whether it was true fear, intimidation, whatever the tactics were, you still consented to madness at the end of the day. So, anyway, we would other stuff to, to, to get on to. Yeah, just a quick one is the yeah. president of uh, Ghana. Yeah, I, I saw a post where somebody said, yeah, he may be having an accident soon, like because he basically came out and talked about the Rockefellers depopulation plan and talking about the, you know, the hoax with the, the vaccine and everything. So fair dues to him, you know, yes. you know, exposing it as it is. I know it's been on national television. More need to do that. So yeah. There's a lot of those it's African presidents like... coming out and uh, all of a sudden, within a few months or six months or a year, they're all of a sudden, they've uh, just miraculously died and disappeared. So um, yeah. Shows yeah, what we are touching. It won't happen this time now, because like, yeah, that's uh, yeah, but um, yeah, that's that's the story with that. And as you yeah. had, um, I yeah, just a few quick ones. One was because I mean, we talk about Freemasons a lot, so I got I got some videos and I didn't realize there was actually women in the UK. I don't know the exact location, but there's two uh, free women Mason groups and they had a camera crew in there. Obviously, they weren't showing them everything, but I mean. It was just a pony show. Like, it's sad what they do. So I would shut down every single Masonic group, every Bilderberg group, stop all that stuff, because all these nut jobs come together having meetings determining what the world should be like, and it ain't turning out very nice. So let's let's just uh, make that illegal. Like, it's secret uh, meetings are, you know, these guys controlling how our life should be. So, yeah, but yeah, yeah, go on. No, I'm saying it's, it's like they can have the secret sizes and the parties and all that. And at the end of the day, we're allowing them to, like, they're, at the end of the day, they're entirely supposed to do whatever they want to do once they're not harming others or creating, you know, fr fraud or whatever, crimes or anything. And other people, we know that's what they're conspiring a lot of stuff to do, all right? But it's it's up to the people in the, the day to, to, do I consent to this? Do I allow this, these fascists or these dickheads to impose themselves on my life? And if I do, then you get a choice. Every choice, you know, consequences, choices, consequences, choices, you keep going through. Uh, Bit of a bloody tongue twister there last minute. And um, but yeah, like you said, we've said before with Freemasons, and we don't want to get into the whole topic of them, but like when you go through all the different ranks in the Freemasons, like the first couple of ranks, they have no idea that they're just doing business deals and the government's grand and harmless. We're having a party. I don't see anything wrong here because all compartmentalized 
until they get further up the actual pyramid up to the to the last rankings, the 30 to 32nd, 33rd degree and ranks like that. Then they kind of realize, oh shit, I've been in this for years. This is what really was about at the end of the day. So people who are in the mid-levels and lower levels, they have no idea actually what's ahead of them. Like why they can't do a quick duck duck go search or read a book and stuff back in the day. Um, some you know, Albert Pike and all these other um, Freemasons are notorious back in the day. Read some of their stuff and you'll find out a lot more. But they seem to be just sort of brainwashed from what the compartmentalization is inside and the restrictions are on these and it's a it's an all gents club so yeah surprising with those i haven't seen that women uh, in the uk freemasonry stuff but um i'll send yeah. you the links to it anyway so you can see it like, yeah that's that's the stuff yeah, on that and uh, it basically finally and it's probably the most important thing is a, a commercial property that i'm aware of here that i i used to be involved in myself and like there's a warehouse that's like about 1,000 metres, 900 metres squared, so there's gas gas there. And the bill was uh, 4,000 zloty, which is nearly about $1,000, maybe 900 euro or something like that. But let's just keep it at being mm. 1,000 euro or 1,000, whatever. And because it's commercial, it has gone up now. The next bill was 22,500, five and a half times. And it's going to go more, right? So if you look at anybody that's running a commercial business, and this is in Poland now, and their gas price goes up like that. Very few will survive that. I would reckon 90% will keel over, which in turn will keel over all the employees. They won't be getting compensation packs like sometimes, you know, you might get 10 times year salary or there'll be nothing for people like that. Mm. So none of them be able to pay their mortgages. There's so many mortgages in default now. And because it's kind of like they're just ready to pull the trigger, there's going to be way worse than 2008. They're going to mm. put up the inflation. Like the, the shown inflation rate in Poland is 8%, but you know that they have a lot of trickery in that as well. So it's probably mm. about 20%. I mean, I've got wild cats and I buy cat food from, it went up 20%, loads of stuff went up 20% just, just like that. And that's going to be across the board. So if there's commercial properties uh, are, that are running stuff, the price of products will just go through the roof. And how are mm. people going to afford that? when they're all being let go. Yeah. And then they're going to start bringing in interest rates. I've heard that they're going to start it around March. But once they start putting in interest rates, a lot of people, they're barely able to make ends meet at the moment, paying their remark. Yeah. If it goes up, it could go into double figures, like in the uh, late 70s, 80s. And it's yeah. going to keel over a lot. And how is that done? All these Bilderbergers, all these guys, they all just play games. And they have all the money. When everyone loses their houses, they come in and they... The vulture funds and they buy it all up again. Of course, it, it suits them to have. Obviously, it's in the benefit of those people, uh, the bloodlines and all that, the major bankers around the world, and um, to have obviously wars and to have recessions. It, it suits them because it's all engineered and orchestrated on purpose. A recession every maybe 10, 15 years, whatever the case is, because like you, you mentioned with vulture funds and all that, all the massive properties that could be worth millions, they just collapse down to maybe into the hundreds of thousands, and they just come in, and just swoop them all up. The whole street is taken up. So they take a good portion that year, then another 10, 15 years, take another. So it's all be over time. It's a great And then they process. double the rental rates. Yeah, yeah, and you've yeah. no choice. So people, like in Ireland now, yeah. there's so many people in their 30s, they can't get on the property ladder because mm. basically the prices went up, the, in, the, the rent went up. So you're paying so much rent, you can't save money to buy it. Course, and it's all yeah. orchestrated by scumbags at the top. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's the story. If people like in Ireland and different countries as well, they're, they're just, the couples, like, you know, it could be in their 30s, could be married, even, and they're staying at home with their parents, trying trying to save money, because if they're in a rental property in Dublin, Cork, wherever the case is, um, they can't afford, they can just afford to pay the rent and the bills and that, but then they can't afford to leave any money aside 
to save for a mortgage or if they did it could take them 20 plus years and they'd be well into their 50s or more before they could even get a bloody mortgage for the first time on the property ladder so people are trying to stay home with their parents which has been going on for years to see if they can save money and then eventually move back out again but um yeah and it's all orchestrated on purpose misery on people people's lives take the fun and chime it out when there's no need for all this to happen at all but it's all as we've often said it's all orchestrated um against us and to keep the that divide between you know the the, the wealthy wealthier and the the the, the people with less money down the ladder keep that divide and um, go don't get the, the poor and middle class closer to the wealthy because um yeah we can never have that in because if you overcome in time well then you can really have a say in a lot of matters as well so um yeah that's i think that's all for this week yeah yeah enough doom and gloom to you know yeah it wasn't too bad yeah <laughs> <laughs> we'll be back next week we'll we'll bring a few happy uh and solutions i'll i look out for some wins that have happened because it's always nice to hear so you'll yeah. find us on uh mindwars.uk i'm on awakeningpodcast.org we're both on bitshoot we've got a sponsor button so if you want to buy us a beer or a coffee you know it's more uh, welcomed and share us on bitshoot uh, on youtube thumbs up give a comment we always like to read and respond when we can so until next week take care we'll see you then this podcast is sponsored by Kulabula creators of websites, animation, and digital art. To get a 10% discount, go to kulabula.com and put in the discount code AWAKENING.